listening to the Viking PT Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, hello, welcome back, you're listening to Viking PT Podcast, where hopefully you're developing strength within and pride throughout, whatever you're doing, hopefully you are developing those skills, I should just get on with it. Right, welcome back, it is a brand new episode, we are in a brand new week, and last week, I had Chloe on the show and we were talking a lot about progression and different uh, types of progression as well as um, the scales, you know, if you're trying to lose weight. We talked about progression in, in other ways and, and things like that. And we also played a little game, so uh, which you could obviously play along to at home or wherever you're listening to this. So if you did miss the last episode, I do encourage you to go back and listen to episode seven, I believe it was, and that makes this one episode eight. We are absolutely smashing through these, uh, these topics and, and each week, God, it must've been eight weeks now, nearly two months have been doing this podcast. That's crazy. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about what I'm going to be talking about shake diets and meal replacements amongst, amongst other things. So, uh, Without further ado, we're going to get cracking on this episode. I've got a lot of things to say in regards to shake diets and uh, things of that nature. And I do hope you stick around for the whole entire, entire I sounded Irish then, entirety. Um, hopefully you stick around for this uh, entire episode and hear everything um, from all angles. And uh, I'm going to give my opinion and hopefully educate you as a listener, educate you if you're less aware of these uh you know, things like meal replacements, appetite suppressants and all this, all this stuff that's been going on and going around the media and in our everyday lives. And I'd like to educate you and, uh, yeah, let you know my thoughts on the, on the matter. But first we, uh, we've got a few things to cover. Of course, we've still got This is every week we do exercise tip of the week. We do my three top gym tracks to listen to each week and quote of the day as well. Now, before we get into anything, we're going to start with the news. Right, so nothing crazy to report this week, but I do want to bring it to you, uh, your attention, um, that I have completely redesigned my my website, my PT website, which is thevikingpt.com. It will look very different from when whenever you saw it because I've only recently republished this. Um, I just thought the black the black background and all everything was a bit too sort of dark um and it i i understood very well that it might not appeal the aesthetic might not appeal to everybody and i know there's some of you out there that might think well it shouldn't really matter what other people think you know you will attract different people different groups to to you and for anybody who doesn't like that they can you know go obviously go somewhere else but um yeah, I redesigned the website. It looks to me, it looks very more very much more professional, inviting, you know, earthy tones. I'm going to start um 
start importing some some you know photos and things like that and things that really give it that sense of um you know uh, yeah like i say earthy and grounded and mountainous and things that sort of give that gesture of climbing a mountain or reaching success like for example right now there's like a few pictures on there with you know a big huge mountain and you know people climbing and looking out over these great vast um locations and things like that and and it kind of it's very uh it's it's uh is it's quite significant but it also there's that whole metaphoric um appeal that i really really like and you know i'm an absolute sucker for quotes i'm a sucker for photography so hopefully i'm gonna bring more and more each week more and more sort of elements that of things that i'm interested in such as photography perhaps music and this that and the other so if you if you are sat at your computer or if you're on your phone or something i do encourage you just to if you're just listen to this and you're just relaxing or whatever i do encourage you to just just pull out your laptop or have a look on your phone thevikingpt.com just just have a little look have a um see what i've done to it and uh hopefully you enjoy the aesthetic and that's one thing that i would i wanted to make sure that when people are on my website they they don't just click off because it's boring to look at i wanted people to feel invited you know i wanted people to feel you know like uh oh this is quite nice let's oh what all is this and i've added I've added another section on there. You'll see at the top, uh, the navigation bar. There's there's a, a, a menu, and it says uh, extras on it. So if you click on extras, you'll see there's the blog there, which is where I do all my posts in detail about certain things, whether it be meal ideas, uh, exercise tips, workout plans, or news and things like that. So there's there's the blog. Um, I believe there's the podcast there as well. So things that are for for free. I'm given giving you guys free sort of uh, valuable content, and that's where it will be in extras. So you got the podcast. I'm also thinking about doing a uh, um, a database of exercises on there as well. So let me know. If you can reach out to me anywhere, I'm most available. Uh, I say most available. I'm most on Instagram above all other platforms, social media platforms. If you wanted to reach out to me, email me or whatever, and let me know if you think if I did like an exercise database um, on the website, and obviously it being completely free, is that something that would appeal to you? Like it's, the main thing for me is when I'm giving people um, programs and things like that, I, I want them instead of me like writing out this massive paragraph of and telling them what to do and sending them, um, you know, on the spot uh, demonstrations, I'd love to sort of, yeah, divert people and, and, and send them to the website so you can have a look at all of the, all of the, um, different, uh, exercises and different methods to do them. So if you, if you are that type of person that's there and thinks, oh, you know what, I'd like to know a few more exercises. I'd like to have a few more exercises in my archive or AKA the brain that we, that you can pull from, to then put into your own workouts. Does that make sense? So if you think I should do that, let me know, send me an email, or if you want, if you're not on social media, just go to thevikingpt.com forward slash podcast, or when you're in that extras section, you click on podcast, there's a there's a little bit where you can send me a direct message, and um, I'd love to start a conversation with you and get your thoughts on that. So yeah, it's got the blog, 
podcast. There's also a section there which is the Viking in the kitchen. As uh, some of you know that I do a little cooking show on YouTube, a little web series, and it's got its own little section on there just away from everything. So it's uh, very... Um, it's available to you right there and then, basically. I just want everything to flow nicely and everything to make sense. So yeah, please do check out the website. Brand new look, brand new feel, and I'm updating that every day. In fact, I was working, for the past few days, I've been working either doing a, a pull, pulling a full nighter, an all-nighter, or going to bed at 5 a.m. in the morning just because I'm working really, really hard on learning how to build a website and maintain it and import stuff into it, etc., etc., and learning other skills and things as well. So I'm, this is, I know this is a very cliche thing and cheesy thing to say, but I am on the grind right now. I know what people mean by being on the grind and uh, it definitely feels like that but it, I'm going to talk a lot about that later on in the episode later later in the episode when I talk about um, something that I just posted up on Instagram actually and it's about like um, working for yourself and uh, working up and uh, waking up and feeling excited to get stuck into some work rather than you know going to that job working for someone else and how you just like watch the clock so I'm going to be talking a lot about that later. Um, another thing in the news, uh, before we get into the main content, the main crux of today's episode, um, I've just, well, not just, a couple of days ago, I uh, I added some gym playlists, my hand-picked music that I have listening to, uh, what I listen to in the gym, I've put those playlists live on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, so I'm constantly updating those as well with new playlists. So if you use Spotify or if you use Apple Music, just go on to search, type in Viking PT, and I should come up straight away. Um, it's a little bit difficult if you use Spotify. Some people are having some issues with it. Some people aren't. But if you do have issues with finding the playlists, I do encourage you to go to my website. Like I said, the Viking PT. Com and then go to the extras section. Again, this is where all the free stuff is. Click on extras and then you'll see gym playlists and there it gives you, you know, the direct links to the playlist, whichever platform you use. And uh, I wanted to include, you know, different genres like heavy metal, rock, rap, dubstep, electro, drum and bass. All these different, um, all the different genres are in in the playlist they've got their own separate place i know that not everybody wants to listen to all that kind of stuff and i know that not everybody wants to listen to just drum beats and dubstep and stuff like that just gives you an idea and but again i can't stress this enough this is what i listen to these are my hand-picked playlists i know music is a massive thing in our society nowadays i know that you know everybody's got their own taste of music everybody's got their own this that and the other they've got their own opinions whatever this is my what i listen to and i would love for you to sort of uh and i've already had some great feedback already some people have uh listened to the playlist whilst going for a run going to the gym some people just listen to it at home i've got some really good feedback already which is great i just want i would love for you to just try it out yourself and uh yeah just stick a playlist on and just leave your phone alone when you're at the gym and that's something we're going to talk about again later on some other time but yeah playlists they're on there 
Um, and I, and you'll you'll know it's mine because I, for some reason, I just thought you know you can choose the the album art or the the playlist art. I chose The Simpsons. I just found some clips of The Simpsons, you know, either with a guitar or whatever. You'll see on there. There's like Otto throwing up the the rock hand. And I just thought that was uh, really funny. So if you're when you're looking for my playlist, just look for the Simpsons. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's mainly the things that have happened this week. Website completely uh, changed the design of it, and uh, gym playlists are on there as well too, for you to listen to when you're in the gym. All right. So. I'm actually recording this on Thursday. It's Thursday today, and this the, the podcast normally goes out on Friday. Um, and today, I just thought, you know what? This is really fresh in my mind, this whole topic of shake diets and uh, meal replacements. This whole thing is very fresh on my mind, and I want to just say my piece now and uh, before I it gets all wishy-washy in my head. So... Uh, Anyway, yeah, if you want to, before we begin, if you want to get in touch with me, maybe you've got a, a, a suggestion that you want to give me, like a topic suggestion to talk about on the show, or if uh, you want to share your opinions on things we've talked about in previous episodes or things, you know, if you want to ask me any questions that I can answer on the show, just go to thevikingpt.com forward slash podcast and just uh, send me your message there, or just find me on Instagram, just send me a message, DM me. And uh, yeah, we'll make that happen. We will facilitate that. Um, so yeah, <sighs> starting today's topic. Then let's go. Okay, so <sighs> meal replacements and shake diets. Now, if you're listening to this. Um, you probably are aware of, um, you know, shake diets and things like that. So, uh, and you're either for it or against it. Um, if you are not aware of what a shake diet is um, or meal replacements, it's base. If you're not aware, basically, what it is is uh, companies have products that come in either powder form or pills, and uh, they're um, advertising these these products for you to take instead of food, like real food, whole food. Um, so instead of having um, <laughs> bacon and eggs, toast for, for breakfast or, you know, um, cereal, porridge, whatever, you have a pill instead or you have a shake. You have this powder, you shake it up with the... Uh, with water or whatever they say to have, and that's all you have. Or they put you put a sachet of stuff with um, some milk. I don't, I don't, I have never tried it, any of it myself, and I'm going to talk about reasons why in a moment. But for the people that out there that do not have a clue what a, a shake diet is, is where you don't eat food at all, and you eat pills, you have pills, and uh, you drink you drink these shakes instead of eating um, solid foods. And, uh, and these companies are making quite a hefty amount of money from people. And I'm going to talk about certain, uh, certain brands in a moment. And uh, I just personally, so this is a full disclaimer, right? Personally, my opinion, I fucking hate the idea of 
not eating food and having these shake diets, I'm fully, fully against it. I'm as a personal trainer as well. I fully, absolute 100% disagree with the idea of replacing food with powder or shakes or tablets completely. And again, I'm going to go into that. Just wanted to, yeah, full disclaimer, I'm fully against it. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, companies that do this are company, I've written, I wrote down a, a few lists, a, a list of uh, companies, um, Herbalife, massive, massive company that, that do this whole shake diet thing, or at least supplements and, and things like that. Juice Plus, Arbon, Slim Fast, obviously a, a contender that's been in the game for a long, long time, Slim Fast. Booty, yeah, we forget about that one, Booty. And, and these are companies, right, that um, half of these companies, uh, they, they work on a, a pyramid scheme. And that's, again, something I'm going to talk about and bring up. They work on a pyramid scheme. And uh, for those of you that do not know what a pyramid scheme is, it's basically like um, the company, the, the main, and this is, again, with I, I should do a full disclaimer, fuck Herbalife. That is my full disclaimer right now. Fuck Herbalife. Now, the dictionary describes a pyramid scheme as being a form of investment right, in which each paying participant recruits two further participants with returns being given to earlier or early participants using money contributed by later ones. So basically, picture this, right, and let's use Herbalife as like an example. Like a few people, someone started and founded Herbalife and uh, they basically said, right, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a product here. Let's use like some meal replacement or some shake. I've got this shake. I've got this uh, product and uh, I'm going to sell it on to someone else. Now, that person buys that product and then they could either have that product themselves or the person that founded said, hey, you could make loads of money by reselling my product for a little bit more. And basically, the guy said, or woman said, "Yeah, all right. That sounds uh, that sounds like a really good idea. Let me sell. Like, let's say the guy sell the product for twenty pounds or twenty dollars, and the the person that received the product said, oh, you know what? I could make a bit of money. I'm going to sell it for fifteen pounds or or fifteen dollars. He sells it on to someone else, and but then of course um, the the original person gets commission." of uh, the product that he sold or every time he sells a product on. And it, there's something called like downlining and uplining, I think, or down the line, up the line. Basically, you can understand what that means is that guy then sold a product to multiple people and multiple people then sell it to multiple people. And you all of a sudden, you've got this huge pyramid and you've got this dickhead at the top of the pyramid who's nice and rich and making loads of money off of the commissions of all these people going leading back up to him. And then everybody under him is earning a little bit less. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it just keeps going on and on. And if you're at the bo- bottom of the pyramid, then it sucks to be you, basically. There's a massive, massive chain. And uh, yeah, it just sucks. It's like uh, the, uh, the way I can describe a pyramid scheme. Um, it's like Robin Hood in reverse, you know, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. It's like Robin Hood in reverse. Uh, 
it's like, yeah, it's stealing from the poor and giving to the rich. Um, so, yeah, before we fully just, yeah, it's, it's a massive, I should say this is a huge, massive thing. And it's an ongoing thing. It's just been brought to my attention recently because yesterday I watched a documentary on Herbalife and it's called Betting on Zero. All right, let me know if you've seen it. Betting on Zero is a, it's a documentary on Herbalife, um, but not so much looking at their products, but it's looking at the pyramid scheme of things. Um, and uh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna talk about pyramid schemes in just a, in a minute. We need to talk about the actual product themselves because that's what the documentary doesn't talk about. Really, it doesn't talk about or go into detail excuse me, it doesn't go into detail about why the products are so bad for people and, and it doesn't show the benefits and etc. It just focuses on the pyramid scheme. So right now, I'm going to talk to you about why they're so bad, why I think shake diets are absolutely horrendous. Okay, so <laughs> where to begin? Um, okay, so in 2014 is when 2014 is when I took I went on a uh, a long long course to become a personal trainer and uh that was in the UK I learned how you know I got my instructor level 2 my level 3 personal trainer I got you know all these certificates and that and it was a long process and every day we were learn- it was like in a, being sat in a classroom and every day was like a new subject you know, today we're going to learn PNF stretching. The next day we're going to learn about, you know, uh, TRX cable. We spent whole days on subjects. And uh, we spent a whole two weeks, I think it was, on nutrition. Um, and obviously you, you could do um, courses that are a lot longer than that. But in, in the two weeks, we actually spent a whole eight hours um, discussing and learning about these shake diets and you know fad diets in and as opposed to eating a very balanced meal a healthy meal of you know actual food so you've got to think if if professionals in the game professional people professional fitness you know we're talking like on a level of complete authority like these people that are teachers are teaching other people how to teach other people right? How to eat healthily. If they are teaching me that you should stay away from these um, companies and these products, that's got to be, that's, there's got to be something said for that. If, if uh, trainers of trainers are telling me that you, you these people are extremely, f- they're fraudulent, this whole idea is bullshit, and uh, so I learned a lot about that. And what I did learn is the, uh, and we're going to talk about the human body now. Let's say, you know, you're eat, you eat your normal uh, meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, whatever you eat. Let's, let's not even consider that you're on a good diet. Let's just say you're eating food. Now, your body gets very, very used. Let's just put it out there. Your body is extremely intelligent. Your body is extremely intelligent. It knows, it, it will eventually learn that um, when to expect food, right? Obviously, it doesn't know what time of the day it is. Imagine, here's something to put into your brain, 
all right? And think about this right now. Imagine a humongous army in your body, like miniature, miniature people. We've all imagined it. We've all seen it on The Simpsons where Homer, you know, we look into Homer's brain and you see like uh, an army of people in there or on Family Guy, you see in people's brain. Um, you know, there's even a, a film about that, isn't there? I can't remember what it's called. It's that sort of like uh, Pixar film, uh, Inside Out, I think it's called. Love that film. Brilliant film. Very emotional. It's great. Um, yeah, Inside Out. There's like a there's an army of people in there, and they're all work. They've all got a job. They've all you know. There's people that work in the brain. There's people that work in your intestines. There's people that work. <laughs> Imagine this army inside your body, and uh, they know when to expect food because obviously there's signals that send to your brain or brain send neurological brain uh, signals that go to your stomach and all that and say, hey, wake up, Mister, you're hungry, right? And then, of course, you get the urge that you want to eat something. And then, of course, your body then expects food. And what do you know? Food comes in. So over the years and years of your existence, this actual food comes in into your body and breaks down and, uh, and, you know, goes to all the right places. And then we flush out what we don't need right after that food is been broken down. So imagine stopping that whole system imagine not so, not so much stopping it but imagine imagine instead of your body breaking down actual real food um you know with all this different fiber we've got macronutrients micronutrients minerals vitamins proteins imagine all of these things been broken down there are this whole process of breaking down in, in your system and going to all those right places. Imagine replacing all of that food with a pill or two pills or three or four or a shake, like a sachet of powder in water, and that is your meal. Imagine, imagine that, or a milkshake as your meal, things that have, don't need to be broken down. Imagine what that's doing to your body, right? Imagine living without any solid food going in imagine imagine the only nutrients you're getting is in liquid form or tablet form you know it's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> imagine what would happen so next what i'm going to talk about is metabolism right we all know what me your metabolism is it's like the rate of how fast we can uh, break down food and and all that and how you know the the speed of things right so if someone's got a really slow metabolism they're more likely their their lifestyle is more like oh i'm just a fucking couch potato i'll eat whatever i want and i'll go to bed i don't really do much someone with a faster metabolism is probably has a lifestyle of like they exercise quite regularly always on the go don't sit down for too long very very healthy lifestyle so <laughs> it's ridiculous what happens to the metabolism when you give your if you only subject yourself to these shake diets and these pills so people obviously get advertisements through all the time saying you know pay $30 and uh, you know you'll lose 30 pounds in 30 days obviously that is super extremely appealing and of course they're going to be, be throwing money at these companies right they see that advertised they're going to be throwing money left right and center but the thing is it's just like 
oh, what happens to the body during that process is ridiculous. Your metabolism completely changes. And over time, if that's all you're having is a fucking drink to, to supp- suppress your appetite and to have that meal... No wonder these people are losing weight is because no fucking food is going in, right? And what happens to the body, and we've seen it, I've definitely seen it with people in the past, is that they their strength decreases incredibly. They start, because there's no nutrients in the body, as there's not as much nutrients in the body, what happens is they're instead of um, instead of burning food and finding instead of your your body finding food and energy sorry energy um, from fat stores it actually goes into like the muscle stores and starts to find nutrients left over from the last last time you had like a meal we're getting a little bit complicated I hope you're still with me but yeah it's just not a very good idea at all. You're, you're decreasing your strength, you're decreasing your muscle tonality, you're, you're not, <laughs> your, your body can only um, break down so much of your fat stores and then it starts to look somewhere else, right? Imagine that army again in your body and they're like, what the fuck do we do? We're unemployed now, there's no food to break down. They're all there scratching their heads, like going, what the fuck? So they just start stop working and they just like start to look for other jobs. Like, oh, we might as well go and break down this muscle now and try and get nutrients from that. You can start to see what happens there. And then, of course, what does happen, and this is the part you need to listen to. This is the most important. If you can take anything away from this podcast for me to educate you guys, especially if you're considering going on a juice diet or a uh, a shake diet, meal replacements, or if you're on them right now, if if you are not eating food and you're having these meal replacements, you need to listen to this. This is the most important part, right? What happens to your metabolism when you're taking these shake diets is phenomenal, but this thing is not sustainable. You can't be expected for the rest of your life to be on these powders and on these products 40 50 60 pounds dollars every single time right you can't be expected to live your life on these products and what happens here we go what happens to your body when you stop taking those products when you stop drinking and taking these pills is that your metabolism all of a sudden is like whoa what the fuck as soon as you start giving your body or consuming actual food again, you put on so much weight. It is ridiculous. And I'm sure, I'm absolutely 100% certain that there's someone listening to this podcast right now that have either tried the whole idea of having a shake diet or having meal replacements and that has happened to you or you know someone who has done that and it has happened to them they stopped taking these drinks and it is they've started eating egg again and it has happened straight away they've put on the weight faster than how it, how the rate that it came off does that make sense and in some cases i have seen the weight like triple and sometimes double in mass for example if someone is a hundred kilograms, right, a hundred kilograms, and they've gone on a shake diet and lost 
20 pounds, right? And they go on that for a certain amount of months and then all of a sudden they get bored or they get a plateau or it's not affordable anymore. They'll start eating help. Uh, sorry, they'll start eating normally again. And guess what happens? They put on 40 pounds. So they take off 20, put on 40. It's ridiculous. And what that is, is that is people out there that are lazy, um, <laughs> that just want a quick fix, uneducated, and um, it's not right at all. Let me know. Please let me know if any of this has happened to you. Send me a message on Instagram. It's just at viking.pt. I would love to start a conversation with someone who believes in these these products and believes in this this whole thing of yeah, I can I can eat a shake diet and I, I can eat I can eat a milkshake and that's my meal. Yeah, good for me. Yeah, well, well, well. I would love to start a conversation with you. I'd love to I'd love to have you on this show. I'd love to sort of not expose you. I just want to understand what is going through your mind when you thought this was a good idea. So yeah, shake diets totally bad idea. The other the other thing is as well that this is the argument that a lot of people will will have with me or other people that have the same beliefs as me is that they'll say, "Oh, I I still I still eat my dinner. I just have um things in at lunchtime. I still have this instead, you know." And uh it's just like oh, fucking wake up and smell the cookies, mate. It's just not right. If you're supposed to be in 2,000 calories and you have 500 calories for dinner and the rest are shakes, come on. What's going to happen to your body? Eh? I know there's this whole thing that the media pumps out that we need to eat less calories and everything we eat has to have 25% less fat and uh, it has to be light. The word light has to be on the products that we eat. The media are sending us all these messages that calories are like the devil. Calories aren't the devil. All right, shit junk food is the devil. They've just got more calories. We need calories. Your body needs calories to exist, to live, and to function. The less calories we eat, the more we're going to feel like shit. And that's when we start noticing that nothing's happening. We're not going to see any changes. We feel like shit. So that's when we do reach out to these products that say, hey, you know what? If you're feeling like shit, if you've got this, that, and the other going on, you should take this pill. Magic. You know, you should have this shake. You should have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Fuck it. You'll be fine. You'll be absolutely, you know, fine and dandy. Bollocks. Absolute bollocks. The thing is, right, with these these shake diets is that, uh, like I said, they're not sustainable. Like I said, what will happen to you if you decide to go on a shake diet is, and you come off of it, you're going to feel like shit. You're going to be craving loads of stuff, especially when you start eating new uh, food that you, uh, you know, recently uh, disregarded. And it's just like you're going to pile on the weight. And that is what we should coin a phrase or coin a term for people uh, for the, the whole thing of what happens when you have a shake diet. You, you gain loads of weight. It's like, uh, you call it like the fat retreat or something. I don't know. It's like um, you go back in t instead of going somewhere where you're, it's like a, an AA meeting or a, um, what do you call it? You know, when you go to a, a drug escape or whatever, like, you know, a rehabilitation center, that's what I'm saying. It's like that. But instead of rehabilitating yourself, what's going to happen is you're going to put on weight. And uh, if I can give any advice to you, if you are coming off of shake diets and going onto a diet, a brand, uh, sorry, if you're going onto a clean eating diet, I, I, I strongly advise that you exercise as well. I really do, because 
you need to exercise a lot more than what you were doing because your what happens is your body imagine that army again the food comes in and what happens is though that little army of people in your body now i know this is very cartoonish but think of imagine like a, an army of people in your body as soon as this food comes in, they're like, whoa, fucking hell, like there's that food again. We haven't seen that for years. Fucking hell. And what they do is they just, they, your body grabs on with both hands to this food that's coming in that they haven't seen. Your army of people or army of beings inside you, your cells have not seen this food and felt that food in your stomach for absolutely ages. So what do you think it does? It fucking grabs on with both hands and doesn't let go because it's like it has no idea. The army of people in your body are going, fucking hell, George, grab onto this. I don't know when we're going to see this again. Do you know what I mean? Because it thinks that, like I said at the beginning, your body is extremely, extremely intelligent. And what will happen is it will get used to the whole idea of shakes. That's why the metabolism then changes. It gets the um, it gets very used to having a shake or a, a, a drink or a pill for breakfast. It gets used to having a, a shake for, for lunch. It gets used to having a fucking another shake. And what will happen is your body gets so used to it that it becomes accustomed to it. So when you give it what it actually wants, it sort of interpretates that, interprets that, and it's like, what the fuck do we do with this food? This is the real shit that we need in our body. Guys, grab onto this food, will you? Because it might fuck off in a minute, and we'll get another shake, which is pointless. It does nothing for us. So grab onto this food, this fucking chicken nugget, or this bloody broccoli sprout, whatever. Broccoli sprout? What the fuck am I talking about? Grab onto this bit of food, will you? Because we don't know when we're going to see it again. You've got to think like that in your, in your being, in yourself. You've got to imagine your body is a fucking temple. If you're giving it shit food, it will feel like shit. If you're giving it good food, it, you're, you will feel good. But if you're giving it a shake for a fucking quick little fix, that's all you'll ever be is a quick fix. And then that only lasts for a certain amount of time. And then you're twice, you're worse off than when you started. So picture, as soon as you give your body that food again, it's gonna, your body's going to hold on to that food because it does not want to let go of goodness that goes into your body. So what you've got to do is you've got to start, um, you've got to start having regular, like small bits of food, regular and often so that your body can take that food in, break it down and then get rid of it because more food is coming in. Get rid of it quick. Start making that metabolism a lot faster. Does that make sense? (sighs) That's my little rant right there. It's so disgusting and so bad. And people like companies like Herbalife, Juice Plus, Arbonne, they're all doing it. Slim fast. All right, this is a small little story. I used to have a next-door neighbor. He was a taxi driver, right? Taxi driver. And he was crazily obese. Crazy. In fact, he had to roll down his window and slump his arm out the side of the window to fit in the car seat. This guy's a taxi driver, right? And there's nothing against taxi drivers or Ubers or people that drive for a living. And you will know what um, what it's like to... to to work and be sat down if you work in an office it's very 
boring and dull. You have to sit down. You're not active. Your body starts to get lazy. You start having aches. And imagine sat down. This guy was a taxi driver from from sun up till sun down. This guy never walked. This guy didn't get up. Right. This guy was the heaviest, biggest, like gargantuan person, and all because of his lifestyle. Right. And I've oftentimes I've thought in the past, should I help him? Should I, you know? But the thing is, like. He then moved. <laughs> he moved, and uh, there was I had new neighbours, so I never I never found out what happened to him. Um, but I even would come out of my house, my front door, and I could hear him snoring away. And um, he even had a he was very close to my mum, not very close, but they spoke to each other every time that you know you'd, they'd go out the house. And um, he would say to he would say stories and, and things like that. Like, oh, he went to the doctor, and because because he's so fat, he was his own fat was crushing his heart and making it hard for him to breathe. And I know a lot of you, uh, well, some of you may have heard of that, I, you know, and getting things like sleep apnea and and uh, being having this huge apparatus and this mask over your face to just to be able to go to sleep and it's that's the lifestyle that he had he you know he was being told all these things like you know you're you're going to die very young if you don't do anything and and he just kept ignoring those signs and ignoring people saying like highly professional people saying you know you're going to die if you don't sort it out you know and i'd often see him with fast food things like products and <sighs> the snoring just made me shiver honestly and just the whole you could tell like I'd look out my bedroom window and his back garden was just filled with dog shit because because he was in a place where he was so um you know lazy and didn't want to get up and do something but there there could be another thing there there could be the whole thing of maybe he had mental health issues and that's another thing we're going to talk about in another another subject we're going to talk about in a different podcast maybe I'm getting it wrong and maybe the the cause for his his uh overweight you know his health and everything like that is because of his mental um mental health and maybe there was no one else no one would reach out to him and help him so you know there's things that we've got to weigh up here there's things you know I can't just be pointing the finger and saying it's because of this it might be for because of something else that we haven't looked at and that's a that's a very good message for anybody out there you know don't judge a book by its cover you know a little proverb there that we uh didn't talk about we didn't say that one in the previous episode but yeah the main thing is that guy um that that was my whole story i was getting to is that my mum told me that he went on to slim slim fast and lost loads of weight right sounds great this guy in a very dark place maybe mentally due to mental illness or or something but this guy was in a very dark place completely obese completely um uh, you know self just i just don't know he was just in a very getting overweight eating shit food not exercising and resorted to these shake diets and he told my mum he didn't have any food right didn't have any food had these slim fast shakes he loved it because it tasted like chocolate apparently but then lost loads of weight but then guess what happened he started eating food again and he got even bigger than how we started off in the first place that's a true story right there true story so uh crazy 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 now uh um i've got a couple of messages from people 
And uh, I do want to talk about that in a second. If you do want to reach out to me, if you've got something to say, you think you've got a good question, or if you've, you know, what I often do before I do a podcast is I, I say to, I say on Instagram, if anybody, anybody's got any questions or anybody's got, you know, has anything to say about this subject, please message me now. And a few of you have got in touch. Um, Jess, Jess messaged me on Instagram. She says, actually, I'll pull the message up right here. Okay, so you have to understand, I put out the thing saying, you know, has anybody had any stories, anybody had any, you know, uh, any um, experiences with shake diets? And Jess says this, I'm not keen or think it's a good idea to totally replace my meals with shakes, but... I when I did Juice Plus and used their shakes, I found it handy for a quick breakfast as I often find it hard to eat early in the mornings. But if I miss breakfast, then I'm all over the place for the rest of the day. So with that, I found it useful. I also found I also use them as protein shakes. All right. Thank you for sending that in, Jess. I do appreciate, uh, you know, any sort of uh, start to conversation. And, and, you know, I like it when people speak out. So if you if you do have anything to say, please do get in touch. Uh, TheVikingPT.com forward slash podcast. And in response to your uh, your in response to your um, response, <laughs> I think the main reason you find it hard to eat in the morning or did find it hard to eat in the morning is because it's not part of your routine, your usual routine. And I know there's a lot of people out there that have probably gone through the same thing that, you know, oh, you know what? I, I, I don't, I can't eat breakfast. I'm not hungry in the morning. And it's like links back to what I was saying earlier about how your, your body, your, you, yourself, your body, take your brain and feelings out of it for a second. Your body is completely, absolutely 100% intelligent. Okay, and what I mean by that is it gets used to stuff. It gets used to stuff and it expects stuff, right? For example, if I'm going to the gym, sorry, if if I, if I don't go to the gym at all and I start going to the gym and I do a, a PT session or I do a, a heavy session with a friend who's a regular goer of the gym and I step in, never been to the gym before, and I start lifting really heavy weights, guess what the fuck will happen to my body the next day? I'll be in bits. I'll be in absolute bits because my body is not used to that yet. My body hasn't been under that much force and pressure, physical pressure of weights and, and things like that. So, But what happens to your body eventually over time after doing weights is that your body does get used to it. It does get used to it. That pain isn't as painful anymore of DOMS and your body starts expecting what things are going to look like. So neurologically, your brain is like, oh, I don't feel a sore today. What's going on there? It's because your body's getting used to it. Right, and it's a, it's very similar with food. I believe if you if you're a person that doesn't eat breakfast, <laughs> fucking hell, I don't understand that anyway. But if you if you if you I, the first thing I do when I wake up is I want to eat I want to eat the whole house. I'm super hungry, but it never used to be like that. And I'm I'm assuming that's how some of you are now. Is if you don't eat breakfast or you don't feel hungry it's because you haven't really trained your stomach 
like you're like you haven't trained your stomach to want food in the morning. Okay, and what that means is, in my my opinion, right, you need to train your you need to train your stomach like you would train your muscles. Okay, because your muscles will adapt. Right, and and it's a long process. Okay, this is not an easy process. It's not a quick fix. This is like something that you would do over time, like a long period of time. So what you need to do is you need to wake up in the morning and give yourself food. And even though you might be hating the idea, you don't have to start with a fucking massive meal like a three-course meal. Just start off with something small, like a slice of toast, half a slice of toast, whatever. Just start off something small, and uh, your body will eventually get used to that. And then, of course, when you wake up, let's say after two weeks, two months, two years of you doing this whole process of forcing yourself to eat something in the morning, which, by the way, is the most important meal of the day, in my opinion, if you start doing that over time, your body will adapt to that new routine and go and and eventually you'll wake up one day and you will feel hungry because it's part of your routine. Does that make sense? And uh, so that's my kind of response, Jess, is because the reason why or one reason why you're not hungry in the morning could be due to the fact that you've never really given your body uh, a regular breakfast each day and so it's not used to it linking back to what i said earlier your body's intelligent give it food in the morning and eventually you're every time you wake up you'll want food i hope that really does make sense in in regards to the, the having it as a protein shake is a yeah that's fine having a protein shake whether it's from herbalife or from i don't know uh, gold standard my protein whatever if you have a protein shake after a workout that is a hundred percent fine the only thing is the um <laughs> real food has to follow after that protein shake the reason why we have protein shakes really as a supplement is because we need something to cons- we need to consume something post workout immediately to start the recovery process immediately so that it helps us with our our gains and our journey and and uh, and our development but the th- problem is that well the thing is the reason why we have protein shakes ideally is to get more protein in and then it's to have something to tie us over until we get home from the gym and where we can eat proper food and in my opinion, proper food, and there's a lot of other people out there that believe in this as well, proper food is where all the nutrients is and all the things that are really going to benefit you. So if you're just having a protein shake after a workout, that is not enough, my friend. That is not enough to make these gains and to progress your your body or progress whatever you're doing. That's not the, that's not the only thing you need to worry about. Right, it's like uh, it's like filling a car with petrol, but never topping it up with fuel. All right, imagine your body is a car, and when you obviously drive, imagine exercising, but of course, when you have a protein shake, imagine it's obviously refueling. Right, imagine putting petrol in a car. It's the same as putting pe- uh, protein shake in your body, and it's by doing that, and it's the same with shake diets. Right. Yes, you'll ha- you'll be able to exist. You'll be able to live. You're not going to die. 
okay? Your life might be, might be a bit shit, and you'll feel like shit eventually, and you might lose weight. And that's not a good thing, by the way. That's a separate thing we'll talk about, is lose, losing weight extremely fast, all right? It's not good for the body. Um, but filling a car with petrol is very similar to, you know, having these shakes. The thing is, and what people forget, is that when you have a car, petrol isn't the only thing that will make it run. Obviously, if you have petrol, yes, your car will run, but there's other things that your car needs, like um, oil, right? You need to top up your car with oil every now and then. Sometimes it might need an oil change, change in diet, etc. Oil could represent other things like foods, whatever, to make your body run efficiently, to make a car run efficiently. Does this metaphor make sense? And the problem is with us as human beings is that we are hardly ever, we hardly ever go for our version of a car MOT, right? When's the last time that you booked yourself into a a body fat composite uh, percentage to find out your body fat in a pod at a university? When's the last time that you had you went to a, a hospital and went to someone and said, "Hey, can you do like a whole full body autopsy on me, and just to have a look at my my insides? Let me know what they're like. Let me know what what my, the state of my current body is, and then just sew me up um, <laughs> when you're done, and just give me my MOT certificate. That'd be great. Cheers. When's the last time you? Obviously, you can't do that. But when's the last time you did that? Do you know what I'm saying? We don't, as humans, give a shit about our bodies sometimes. Some people do. That's great. Well done. Some people don't. We just kind of hope for the best. We have these things. There's no real way of saying, of uh, you telling what our bodies are like on the insides. And, you know, obviously down the line, you know, of having these shakes, yes, you're going to lose loads of weight. But of course, you're not going to see that at the time. All you're going to see is positivity. Yes, fuck it. I lost 10 pounds in five days. Or I lost 20 pounds in a whole week. Or, and you're going to see that as a victory. <laughs> when really it's not a victory at all. It's like, yes, you've lost that weight, but like that weight was kind of needed, really. If you're just an average human being, and I use the word average with a inverted commas, it's like, if you lost that much weight, there's something not right here, because that weight that easily, that weight that easily came off that much could easily go back on. You know, there's studies that show that a healthy amount of weight to lose per week is around one to three pounds per week. And you've got people losing 20, 30 pounds a month. Like, what? You know for a fact that is not sustainable. And that's just some something bad is about to happen. Okay? So that's my whole thing on... Uh, shake diets if you agree great send me a message if you don't agree great send me a message i'd love to hear your thoughts and and things and actually i can say before i kind of wrap this whole thing of fast uh sorry uh shake diets is that (laughs) once upon a time (laughs) when i was a trainer um at pure gym and I was a trainer there for five years. And over the time, there was some people that obviously came to my class. And uh, yeah, I um, was speaking to these people. Uh, this one in, in particular person was uh, took these supplements, or I say supplements, was, was on an Arbon product thing, 
right? And this person, I'm not going to name any names, but uh, this person was, I was saying like, you know, I got onto the the topic of talking about nutrition and, and that person was dealing with a lot of like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. You know, I'm having this shake, that shake, this pill, that pill. I'm doing all the, I'm ticking all the boxes and, and they were just asking me for help on losing weight. And I talked about nutrition with them. And that's when I found out that all they did was drink shakes and have tablets and these, um, these sachets like i said earlier they had these little tiny sachets of powder no bigger than like a ketchup sachet and that was like a meal apparently and i was absolutely gobsmacked for one i was like all right okay and i one i the first question i asked is how do you feel and obviously the answer was i feel like shit i have no energy and the classes are getting harder i was like okay that's that's quite interesting and um (laughs) the thing is right this person that was selling, or that was sorry, was consuming Arbon, right? Then I overheard conversations of that person trying to hard sell Arbon to other members of the gym and other people that were doing my class. And then I I messaged this person on Facebook. I remember having a, con- a full conversation argument. Actually, it turned into an argument because. I just didn't understand, for one thing, why she was selling Arbon products to me. <laughs> she, so this person um, went on to, you know, say, um, you know, that she's had all these great results in the past and she's lost this amount. And, and um, it's not just about your, your body and it's not just about nutrition, what you eat. It's also skincare and skin products in this and this person, this, that and the other. And you someone you know will you know shouldn't be able to get some value from this as well and i was like what the fuck are you you doing you think me as a personal trainer trying to um defend eating real food and trying to um get people to stay away from shake diets and all these fucking fraudulent companies like arbon and herbalife and all these companies you think you think that I want to consume and buy into this whole thing because, and that's what it was. I obviously read between the lines and what was happening was, is that this person was trying to sell to me Arbon products and then said after she uh, failed to send me products, then uh, carried on to, to she tried to um, make me become a supervisor a, a seller of Arbon to, to make some more money. And I was like, what the fuck? I only sell things that I truly believe in, or I promote things that I truly, truly believe in. I'm not going to just, that's not me. Anyway, I then went on to say why, you know, went on to say why shake diets and all that is absolute fucking bullshit. Like I've been saying this whole podcast, and they just didn't understand. They didn't get it. They weren't taking any. Um, they weren't taking any advice that I sort of gave them, and I they didn't want to believe. Didn't want to believe the stuff that I was saying and what will happen to them. So, and that was that. That was that. <laughs> I. I I was getting fucking hard sell. I was getting hard sell. You know when, like, uh, the other thing is as well, you might recognise Avon. You know when people like the Avon lady would come round your house and speak to your mum or whatever? That's, again, another pyramid scheme. 
a pyramid scheme, guys. It's, it's just ridiculous. I don't want to be sold shit, and I don't want to turn into a fucking partner, or I don't want to turn into a, a supervisor to sell shit that other people don't want to sell. I just fucking can't wrap my head around it. Um, yeah, before we move on, thank you again, Jess, for your for your comment and your 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 um your take on things and things like that. And I sincerely hope that you're not taking this stuff anymore. I sincerely hope that you're having a balanced you know, healthy diet, because that, my friends, is how you're going to lose weight. And that's how it's going to stay off as well. That's the thing that people don't understand, is that these shake diets, primarily, the idea is that you are supposed to take them either for a quick fix, or you're supposed to buy into this lifestyle, and you're supposed to survive on these products for the rest of your life. That's just not doable, I'm afraid. Um, somewhere somewhere down the line, life happens. You're not going to be able to afford it all of your life. You're not going to want to take these products all of your life. It's not going to happen. We know what happens when you don't take them or you stop taking them. And, uh, yeah, the whole idea of a quick fix as well. Oh, do I believe in it? No, I fucking don't. If you want to lose weight, do it the hard way. Or do it the only way, in my eyes, is to diet down exercise regularly and just eat what your body needs you know go on a calorie set a, a calorie deficit don't buy into this whole thing of fucking shake diets it's a quick fix i know people now i know people now that are on a, a this quick fix diet there's there's even clients ex-clients that i used to train i've, I've messaged them and said you know how are you doing like what's new and uh recently one in particular said oh um i went on i'm going on holiday there's the one story was i'm going on holiday and i want to look good so i'm doing um i think it was juice plus or i think it was excuse me i think it was someone like a company like that but it's like i i need to fit into my bikini so i'm going on this juice diet and i was like what on earth after all the, being a client for of mine for a whole year i was like are you serious after all the things i've taught you about how to eat properly and how to eat this and how to exercise and you know to steer clear of these people and these companies yet now because you've got a a, a a, a holiday coming up so quickly um you want to try this quick fix scheme this whole idea that you think you're yes yeah you're probably going to lose weight you're probably going to lose weight mate yeah well done but when your holiday is finished or even when you're on holiday <laughs> when you're on holiday you're going to be drinking alcohol by the beach you're going to be drinking and and you're going to eat the, all this shit food because uh, that's just what you do on holiday you you indulge and guess what the fuck is going to happen you're going to put on loads of weight it's just simple because you've stopped taking these these things these these uh, fucking shakes and you you're going to just fucking balloon mate there's no question. <laughs> There's no question. I still don't understand it. So, yeah, and that was some somebody, again, I was just absolutely bewildered at why this person, after taking so long, so, so many months and months of training and seeing this person over and over again, drilling it into their mind of what they need to do to sustain this lifestyle and this, this healthy lifestyle and to sustain losing weight at a good pace to make it um, to make it, uh, what's the word? 
to basically so it's it's not gonna just change so quickly to make sure that it's it's for it's for good like if you're gonna lose a pound each week that's for good it's not gonna come back unless you do something drastic whereas <laughs> these shake diets are just drastic and drastic yes you're drastically gonna lose weight but yes you're drastically gonna put it right back on again and you're gonna put more back on after you've stopped taking it so i just didn't understand I didn't understand. But anyway, linking back to the person that was trying to sell me these Arbon, uh, this Arbon lifestyle, you know, you could earn this much in this much. It's like, yeah, but I'll be a fucking cunt to everybody that I know. And this is what I want to talk to you about now is this whole pyramid scheme. Now, there are definitely people listening to this right now who know and have experienced this whole pyramid scheme. And one in particular, um, one in particular person I'm going to, I'm going to uh, speak about is uh, my my uh, ex-client and, and possible new client. We've kind of taken a break, but uh, it's Hattie. We're going to talk about that in a second. <sighs> Just fucking pyramid schemes. Herbalife is one. I was watching the I was watching the documentary Betting on Zero, which essentially, like I said, is not about the product. It's about the pyramid scheme and how there was this guy called, I think it was Ackman. This guy, Ackman is a stupidly rich person and he invested a billion dollars into trying to prove that this this company Herbalife were you know manipulating people frauds and uh there was it was like a corrupt thing and uh he wanted this guy Ackman spent millions of dollars on getting the FBI the FBI to investigate Herbalife. This is a true story. This is a true fact. And you know, we like fact over, uh, what was it I said? Fact over fiction. Yeah. (laughs) So if you get a chance to sit down and watch a documentary, watch Betting on Zero, you'll see how much Herbalife are a humongous pyramid scheme. And uh, like I said, I've already talked to you about what a pyramid scheme is. And by just watching it, you just... You are just consumed and you you are absolutely just, you 100% are just against this whole idea. You you get shown real footage of Herbalife and the founders and you, you get seen them at their press conferences. You, get, you see images and uh, videos of them saying, you know, you can, it's, this is the thing with Herbalife is that most of their press conferences and they're they're um you know when they have like these big crowds and they you know like apple has the press conference thing where it brings out a new product and it sh- they kind of talk about what's coming new and they're so proud of it and there's a big crowd of people we've all seen it we've all seen it and herbalife do this very similar thing and but the <laughs> the thing right that fucked me up or just like i couldn't understand is herbalife are essentially this nutritional brand yet they hardly speak about the products at all they hardly speak about what the products do they hardly like when they if they bring out a new product they don't even talk about the product they don't talk about how it's going to benefit people what they talk about is how to make loads and loads of money (laughs) and they talk about how they talk and encourage people to sign up to herbalife and become a supervisor become a seller of herbalife and go out and find groups and clients and and it's all about money and that's what I just didn't understand. I was like, fucking, how dare they? 
and I'm, I'm sure there's people that are against it, and there's, I'm sure there's people out there that are thinking, well, uh, you know, pretty much any corporation is based on a pyramid scheme. There's always going to be someone at the top, and there's always going to be the little guy, but fucking hell, Herbalife is on a niff different level. It's different level. So they, there was a lot of uh, things going around, like said, basically what Herbalife were doing, um, because people, their, their supervisors, or the people that bought into Herbalife, basically... You know, if we go down the chain or down the pyramid to around the middle, you've got these people that are selling to other people or trying to sell to their friends and stuff like that. Those people weren't allowed to sell Herbalife commercially. They weren't allowed to open a shop and sell it by advertising in the front window. They weren't allowed to use the logo Herbalife. They weren't allowed to advertise flyers. Nothing was allowed to be advertised, right? The way they got around this, and it's so sneaky, is they opened up these nutrition shops or nutrition cafes and all the windows were blacked out and you see it on the documentary all these and it was just like these sort of generic um shops and these cafes and it just said nutrition shop and <laughs> nutrition cafe and uh all the yeah like i say all the windows were blacked out and you it was very like it looked like a sex shop you know it looked very like what the fuck you didn't know what was going on when you go in there that's when you can buy you know, like a cafe, you can buy bloody Herbalife drinks off the on the counter, and it's like what? It's like a. It looked like a black market. It looked like undercover. You know, under wraps. Like hush, hush. Don't talk about this to anybody else. Like here's Herbalife. It was fucked up, um, and that's that's something that made me just think like, what? what on earth and it's just when you see these people at their their shows trying to um get people to sign up to herbalife all they talk about is money you can make 125 dollars this year by signing up next year you're gonna guaranteed make one million dollars and it's just like fuck and you've got to think in the back of your head yes they might make all this money but then um, most of that will go back to the company or most of that will go back up the line and then up the line again, then up the line again. And then, the, like I said before, the person at the bottom is left with fuck all. It's disgusting, absolutely disgusting. So, yeah, Hattie sent in this great... Um, she sent me a really good message and uh, because basically I asked on Instagram if anybody has been affected or experienced any sort of like um, had any experiences with someone trying to sell you things has anybody had experiences with pyramid schemes and um, yeah this is what she writes to me it was about three years ago and this person this so I should give context her friend basically Hattie had this friend on Facebook and it was like the only time she would speak to her is to sell her something. So Hattie writes, it's about three years ago and she obviously joined the Juice Plus MLM whilst telling us, no, it's not a pyramid scheme. I don't know what MLM is. Um, the Juice Plus MLM. Anyway, she was basically telling Hattie that it's not a pyramid scheme. All right. And it's for Juice Plus. Juice Plus... Um, and she was saying it's not a pyramid scheme. It was just constant posts every day about these bloody supplements, capsules, juices, shakes, etc. And how great they were. Pics of before and afters from their website, nothing from people she knew. I'll send some pics. So what she did, Hattie sent me some pics of uh, 
from like some screenshots of the the type of uh, post that her friend inverted brackets was uh, sending and posting out, and it was basically posts that her that Juice Plus posted. And they they obviously send out to their supervisors or their to their sellers, and they say, you know, you need to post this up today. You need to post that today. And um, so basically, we've all seen testimonials like before and after shots. If someone's lost a lot of weight, we've all seen them. And yet, what's happening is these sellers, like your friends that have joined on to certain companies, your friends are starting to post up these before and after photos that of people that no one even knows you know this person in the photo themselves probably isn't anything to do with the company at all it's probably someone who's actually lost weight doing it the proper way and companies see this post this picture blur out their face or crop crop the picture and um put it out as their own their own content their own um their own uh what's the word it's their own um, actions. It's their own thing that's happened from their products. This miracle, this life-changing thing, and they're they're making it sound like it's their own thing. And that's what these sellers are posting out. And like I said, they have fucking no idea. And it fucking makes me angry. It seriously does. You know, these hard-working people, and the and the it's just like these companies are pretending it's because oh, it's because they drink all these shakes. That's why they look so good. Fuck off. Sorry that this podcast isn't as positive as they normally are. It's, this is just like a rant and it's something that obviously you can tell I'm really, really passionate about. And I really do hope to educate you and I really do hope to sort of, you know, inspire some people to 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 um, to not buy into their the fake shit that is uh, is around us, like Herbalife and Arbonne and Juice Plus and all that. I really hope people sort of stay away from it because it's not the answer. What is the answer is eating real food. Um, anyway, she then continues to say it was constant. I ended up blocking her as after several pushy conversations of you want to lose weight. Trust me, these are great. And uh, telling her I wasn't interested. I had enough. Sent her a link of a rep trying desperately to sell a diabetic, the high sugar version and blocked her. By the looks of things, she's tried. She stopped trying to peddle it last year. Well, just goes to show, doesn't it? Like this thing comes and goes. Like I said to you before, um, it's not sustainable. Even trying to sell the products is unsustainable. It's not sustainable, and that's something that you're going to see if you do watch this documentary. I encourage you to watch it. Betting on zero. Have a little watch. It's from 2016. 2017 and uh, you'll see the victims are the people at the very bottom of this pyramid scheme these are the victims that are trying that have obviously bought the product from some sellers and then those sellers have have bought the product from the sellers above them etc etc and the people at the bottom in the documentary is hispanic people it's uh you know this mexican uh mexican group of individuals in america i think it's where was it it's gonna hit that's gonna fucking wind me up anyway they shows how they weren't making any money from this business they obviously that's the thing as well i needed to tell you is that um these people this let's use the hispanic people the mexicans bought 
thousands of dollars worth of Herbalife product from sellers of Herbalife. I know this is very confusing. They bought this product, thousands and thousands of dollars, and they were told, you know, you'll sell this and you'll make this amount of money. So, of course, they're going to fucking buy loads of product, but they weren't selling it. They just weren't selling it. No one could afford it. It's like 40 plus dollars for like a a tiny little packet of... No one can afford that shit, especially when people haven't got two dimes to rub together in those suburbs where, you know, there's a lot of poverty and it was it's just very hard to to know earn a living. And that's why these Mexicans and these these Hispanic people, these um thought were they bought into the whole idea of Herbalife is because they Herbalife was saying, you know, you can make loads of money, you could turn your life around. And of course they're gonna they're gonna jump at that chance because they haven't got that kind of chances where they are now. They can't find work. And so by buying into these products, they're losing their money from buying the products. And then they can't sell the product because everybody around them, their friends, their family, people around them in their their community can't afford to buy this Herbalife stuff. So these people are left with the product that they bought. They're left with it. And because they can't sell it, guess what? Herbalife products have a sell-by date. And of course, after that sell-by date, they can't sell that product anymore. So it just fucking goes in the, the bin. And they've lost so much money from it. Some people might argue it's because they have really poor selling skills and they they, have, they can't sell things. But Herbalife shouldn't... Oh, this fucking just goes on and on, doesn't it? You can see where I'm coming from. But it does show it in the documentary. And that's another thing I'm just so angry about is because... And it shows, again, that there's that people are falling out over things like that because you've got someone who's a representative of Herbalife. Let's use any any company. They're a representative, and they're, uh, the people that they're trying to sell to are their friends. You know, like Hattie. She was had a friend who was trying to hard sell her these products, and it becomes so um, invasive that they've fallen out over it. You know, and it's like the, the the person that was talking to me in the gym who was trying to sell me Arbon stuff no longer comes to my uh, no longer came to my classes after we had that disagreement. And I don't even speak to that person anymore. I was so up for helping that person. And they just completely disregarded my opinions and advice and just decided that's, you know, I'm not going to take that and uh moved on with their life and that's that's the thing the lesson to be learned there is you need to get the losers out of your life (laughs) do you know what i'm saying it's like exactly what hattie did block delete did the downlock dustpan block delete get the losers out of your life if you want to become successful les brown right there so it's just fucking crazy isn't it there's a lot more to this whole pyramid scheme. There's a lot There's a lot more I could say about pyramid schemes and shake diets. I won't bore you. I know this is a lengthy podcast. I'm, you know, it's just I'm something I'm very, very passionate about. And I hope, I really sincerely hope you make the right decisions. And if you were interested, this is the, this is the fucking kicker. This is the finisher, right? This guy Ackman on the documentary pays millions of dollars to... He invested millions of dollars to find out and get Herbalife um, investigated on. And after, I think it was like a year, guess what happened? 
Herbalife were accused of four different um, corruptions and and uh, basically their oh, I can't remember their actual I think I actually have it written down two seconds so look, basically what they what had what happened was Herbalife where is it oh I don't have it anymore I thought I had it Herbalife had to give two hundred million dollars to people that they manipulated, and there was four cases of corrupt business models and all this, that, and the other. And the way they dealt with business was completely fucked up and wrong. And you know there was things against laws, and they had to pay a fine or a fee, whatever it was, of two hundred million dollars. Herbalife because they were found out and again that just reiterates to the whole thing that these people are the devil these people these companies they're all the same they're all bullshit you shouldn't buy into them you should eat proper food and don't try the whole get rich quick scheme because it's just going to end in tears be a fucking human and realize what the fuck is up these people are blind blinded by the advertisements and things like that so be a human don't pay attention to all the bullshit that gets fed into us through the media and all the rest of it, okay? Herbalife is still going. All these companies are probably still going. And it's just like, how fucking dare they? How the fuck do they sleep at night? You know? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. That was uh, that was my little spiel. That's this week's topic. Now, if you did want to pause this po- podcast, I'm going to carry on with the rest of it now. If you did want to pause it, pause it now and come back to it later. We're going to crack on with a few more things. So I'll also um, ask you guys if you have any questions. Let's just move this. There we go. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer on the podcast, please do get in touch. I um, I do announce a lot of stuff on Instagram and Twitter as well. It's uh, viking.pt. Just ch- take a look. And uh, every now and then, each week, I you know I ask people if there's anything that uh, they want me to talk about, anything that could be beneficial to the audience, not necessarily people that already know the answer. It's, you know, if, if, uh, if anybody thinks that something should be, should be addressed to the, to the public, then it's, uh, it's good to sort of send me questions like that. Anyway, I'm rambling. I don't fucking like rambling. Anyway, Hannah, Hannah sends in this question. She says, uh, rest days. What's the deal? How important are they? I have a tendency to get my head in the game and hit the gym hard every day. Some weeks I can burn myself completely out. So rest days, rest days, in my opinion, are necessary. Okay. There, this is the whole thing where I try and explain to people as well that I train a different body part each day and I give myself like one or two rest days each week. So if you don't know what that looks like, imagine training uh, chest on a Monday, International Chest Day, and then Tuesday, legs, Wednesday, shoulders, Thursday, back, Friday, arms, abs, Saturday could be something of my body part that has recovered and something that I need to work on. And that's the thing. Training different body parts takes different amounts of time to recover, for example, arms, if you trained arms one evening or one day, then it takes around 24 hours to recover 
your arms and then they're ready to go again. Things like legs, bigger muscles, take a little bit longer to recover. So they need a little, this, that's why I separate my, my workouts like that. Legs, shoulders, chest, arms, etc. I do not at all ever do a full body workout. Why? Because it requires a longer time to rest. For example, you heard me just then, I said I train five days or at least five days a week, right? And so imagine every day I'm burning around a thousand calories on average each day at the gym. Yeah, that's, let's say that. So that's 5,000 calories burnt at the end of each week by just from training or don't take into consideration other things like existing or just moving in general, 5,000 calories. If you are someone who does a full body workout, let's say you burn 1,500 calories in that workout, but you have to take two to three days rest to recover your body. And if you don't take, if you feel that you don't need to take a rest, then you fucking clearly didn't work hard enough to be sore. Does that make sense? Uh, there's obviously other reasons why I disagree with full body workouts, like you're not able to reach every part of your body. You're not able to really hit the chest hard. And if you're doing other exercises as well, do you know what I mean? So it's uh, about intensity. But let's say you're only training uh, your full body one one day and then you have two days rest. Then you train it again, take two days rest. You've only done 3,000, let's say 3,000 calories in the whole week because you've only done a full body workout twice and then the week is over. And you need, your body needs to take a, a longer period to rest um, because you're just in pain and you're just aching. That's why I do full, uh, that's why I do um, individual body parts at a time. So when I do chest, my the rest of my body gets to rest. When I do legs, my upper body gets to rest. When I do back, my legs get to rest. Um, when I do shoulders, like my chest and my back get to rest and my legs rest. Does that make sense? So when you're working on one body part, the rest of it is is resting. And then you just take it in turns, your body parts, you take them in turns each week, each day. That's what I believe in. And that's how I'm able to get less rest, less, less rest days in my week. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, I'm all for them. Um, let's go back to a question real quick. Um, I have a tendency to get my head in the game and hit the gym hard every day. Some weeks I can burn myself out completely. So that, again, you kind of just need to listen to your body, listen to and feel your body. Like what aches? Why does it ache? Is it because you just didn't sleep very well? Um, are you sleeping enough? There's other things that are going to um, affect your progress, Right. There's loads of things that will to speed the recovery. So if you don't want to rest, right, there's things you can do to um, work out each day and have less time to rest. There's things that will help speed the recovery up. Things like uh, replacing lost fluids. And these are just things that I believe that will help. And of course, you don't have to do every single one. You might not want to do every single one of these, but it's just if you do a, a few it will definitely help with the rest and recovery. Um, 
eat healthy recovery foods, you know, protein and things like that. I often, that's why we have a protein shake is because protein is that macronutrient that we need in our bodies to, to then start the, to repair the muscles that we just torn and, and broke down. So obviously you're going to need some protein, carbohydrates straight after a workout. Those are going to really speed the process up. Rest and relax stretch it out you know um after a tough workout consider gentle stretching this is a simple and fast way to help your muscles recover you know perform an active recovery this is something that i read in arnold schwarzenegger's um what's it called arnold schwarzenegger's encyclopedia he talked about um when he he used to train legs He'd spend like two hours training legs and then he went for a 30 or a 30 minute cycle straight after. And what that does is it allows, um, well, gentle movement improves circulation, right? So it's going to promote nutrients and uh, and get rid of that waste product um, and transport it throughout the body. And uh, it just helps the recovery process, in my opinion, as well. Another thing you could do is get a massage. Another thing is take an ice bath. Yeah, the theory behind that is that the method is that by repeatedly constricting and dilating blood vessels, it helps to remove waste products in the tissues. Does that make sense? Um, Get a bit more sleep. You know, sleep is gonna be very beneficial to you if you're training really hard. If you're getting a, if you're getting six hours sleep a day, your body's not gonna recover as fast as someone who's sleeping ten hours a day, um, and things like that. So, those are the things that I would definitely recommend you do if you want to help with the recovery. If you feel like shit, do a few of those things. Um, so yeah, thank you, Hannah, for getting in touch. Uh, if you guys again have any questions you'd like to send in to me, please don't hesitate. Go to thevikingpt.com forward slash podcast and send in your message uh, or send in your question. I'd love to you know, educate people. That's the main reason why I'm doing this is to help others. So please send in questions, even if you know the answers to the question, or if you if you have a subject you think would be very beneficial to or to people that have no idea um then please send it in i'd love to educate i really would all right next segment of the podcast we're going to look at this week's exercise tip of the week so this week i'm actually trying something different um and i've been i'm a huge fan of dwayne johnson by the way huge fan of um especially his excuse me his instagram is very um motivational i love the posts that he does i love his ethic i love all of the stuff that he does and posts so one of the thing that one thing i researched into his workouts how he trains right and uh, by now you're probably a, a gym goer you probably go to the gym you probably do 10 to 12 reps 15 reps each exercise each set and you you have a you know you have your own routine and it never changes right and that's how we get plateaus as well it's because we never change our 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 um, training style and that's something i'm going to talk to you about in the next podcast is things like plateaus um but uh, the thing with uh, with the rock is that he switches it up quite often and uh, i know i just said like we all do like the 10 12 reps 15 reps well he does 25 reps per set he often changes it up he goes from 12 12 10 to 12 reps on like heavy compound exercises like squats and bench press but with other exercises he does 25 reps and times it by four sets 
So 25 reps, four sets equals 100 reps per exercise. You can just imagine. Imagine if that, if let's say you don't do that. If, if you do 10 to 12 reps each exercise, right, and you only do three sets, that's like 30 reps or, or something like that, like 36 to 40 reps. Imagine the exercise you're doing with the same weight but do 100 reps separate break broken up into four different sets imagine the gains that your body would receive and it's all talking about shocking the body of course after a while of doing 25 reps your body will get used to it like i said before it's the same with your stomach your body will get used to that 25 reps and then you'll reach another plateau and that's when you need to change up your methods so that you can you know make those gains again and and uh and to progress and develop so my tip this week is to do something you've not done before in terms of rep range change your rep ranges to shock your body to sort of encourage muscle development okay so if you are someone out there who just strictly does 10 reps each exercise or 12 or 15 whatever try doing 25 reps and then do another set do an extra set just to be different. And you don't have to do this as a new lifestyle. This doesn't have to be a completely new change for you. This can be just a, a quick, not a quick, but this can be a, uh, a little, uh, something different. And then next week you can go back to doing 10 to 12 and see how your body responds to that change. All right, that's just my tip. Try it out. And if you do 25 reps, do 10 to 12, but increase the weight dramatically just do something different something you've not done i guarantee you'll feel 100% different not 100% i guarantee you'll feel somewhat different you'll feel a little bit more fatigued you'll get different results so that's my tip of the week um this week's top three workout tunes now again i've got loads of new playlists that are that are on itunes and uh, Spotify, there's loads of playlists. Just type in Viking PT and they're all there. And in those playlists, you'll see these songs. This week, I've selected uh, this band or this artist called I See Stars. So I and then C, not the letter C, um, and Stars. And that's the name of the artist. The name of the track is called Demons. It's an absolute banger and uh, something to listen to if you're weightlifting it's really really good another track this is the second track this week is again from the same artist i see stars and the track title is called nars attacks no nars attack and spelled g-n-a-r-s you'll see it on the heavy metal playlist and the electro playlist because it's a mixture of both and the third track i encourage you to listen to it's very good if you're into spin track music, if you want some new cardio music, is uh, a track called Self Versus Self, and that's by Pendulum. So check it out, Self Versus Self, featuring In Flames. Definitely, I was considering putting that on my own spin track, spin playlist, but it, the break in between was just too long. So if you do hit training, check that track out. So the last segment we're going to look at and talk about today is quote of the day. You know I'm a sucker for quotes. So today's quote is 5 a.m. is the hour when legends are either waking up or going to sleep. And uh, like I said in the very beginning of this episode is uh, I can totally relate to this right now. 
I have been working through the night most nights for the past two months, maybe even more, just to try and make this work, just to try and make this happen. The machine um, that I'm building, I'm trying to make sure that it runs efficiently and uh, smoothly. So I can definitely, this this quote speaks to me. And it's something I just posted on my Instagram as well. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I really am digging this right now. 5am the hour when legends are either waking up or going to sleep i completely agree completely i think you need to be absolutely 100 percent dedicated i'm sure there's people out there like um you know i'm sure there's people out there that are i just lost my train of thought i'm so sorry there's people out there that are thinking oh 5am that's fucking way too early i like my sleep too much yeah yeah yeah. well that's just that just means you're not a legend (laughs) That's all that is. If you're someone who's like, you know, you can't be bothered, all that means is you're just going to let the other person do it. And the other person is a legend. The other person is someone who's going to get on with it. Someone's going to be successful. And that's the whole thing. And yeah, we can laugh and joke about it. And hey, you're so funny. You're, you're this, that and the other. And it's just like uh, people would take the piss out of your, dedic- your, your dedication and say, Jesus, like, you know. I don't. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I like my beer too much, and I like this. And I like my food too much, and I like my sleep too much. It was like that's fine. No one's pressurizing you to change. I'm just like saying what I do. This is me. I wake up at five a.m. or I go to bed at five a.m. because I've got something. I've got a dream, and I want to make. I want to make that happen. I want to facilitate and make stuff happen, and that's just what it takes. No one's encouraging you to to change your sleeping habits and your your lifestyle. I'm just saying what I'm what I'm about and what I'm doing. So yeah, that speaks to me. Um, I've just had a little quick look on my phone, and I've got a question from uh, an old friend of mine, Maxi Maxi Moo, um, someone I used to ride bikes with. Max asks: In a world full of constraints and rules, as a PT, what rule do you never break? In a world full of constraints and rules, as a PT, what rule do you never break? I'm I'm not 100% sure what you mean by that, but I can definitely try and answer. It's like uh, rules that I never break, um, it's especially talking about, um, you know, things like sh- uh, shake diets and things. I will never... I'll never break the rule of eating real food and I'll never have meal replacements. I will always believe in eating real food. That's my rule. I'll never break. Eat real food. Um, I'll have to talk to you, Max, about this uh, just to make sure that I know what you, you mean and make sure that I'm answering correctly. As a PT, what rule do you never break? Um, I always make sure that anybody that I'm working with is getting the right education getting getting being educated the right way is getting the getting value from my either my products or either my 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 product of myself so me as a pt i I want my rule is that i want everybody to anybody that i work with to get exact same amount of the same amount of education from me get the same amount of um you know effort from myself and enthusiasm and and things like that you know yes in the past i've had clients that were weren't as enthusiastic about training and about the whole session and i've had clients that i've become best friends with because they were so easy to talk to they were enjoyable to be around and to talk to and things like that and they we had the same humor but 
those two people, I gave the same amount of effort to their session or to and their education on the body, and and I gave the same amount of my of me essentially into the, each session and into each of those people. Does that make sense? So the rule, yeah, that's the rule I'll never break is I won't favor one client over another. I won't, you know, give, I won't, uh, I won't, I won't teach someone more than they uh, have paid for and then, you know, not, not give as much, you know, uh, not give as someone as much help as the other person, basically. Um, if, if there was something else that you meant, Max, please do get in touch and, uh, we'll talk about that in another, another episode, perhaps, but I have noticed that this podcast is getting a bit lengthy, so I'm going to kind of wrap it up. Closing thoughts, fuck Herbalife and fuck the whole, um, eating a shake diet and having a shake diet and just eat a real diet. There is a quote there somewhere. It's like, um, the 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 best diet is the one you can stick to and the one you can stick to is eating real fucking food all right not having shakes as we we uh experiment i've seen people experiment and it's uh you can't stick to it so uh yeah that's my closing thoughts i hate pyramid schemes i hate meal replacements uh i'd love to know your thoughts please do get in touch you can go to the vikingpt.com you know, I've got social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type in Viking PT in the search bar and I'll come up. Um, and I've also got my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Viking PT. And that's where you can see like Viking in the kitchen, exercise ideas and workouts and things like that. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me on this episode. I know it's a bit lengthy, but like I said, I'm super p- uh, passionate about this subject and I really really hope I can educate people on this more um in to a later date and really I'm not saying that we should start a fucking group you know like and uh protest outside of people uh the the fucking factory of Herbalife and places like that I'm not saying we should do that I'm just saying steer clear of it just just don't if you want to if you want to make have a successful um you know if you want to build a a great physique if you want to lose weight and you want it to stay off then just eat food be on a healthy diet exercise regularly don't go for the quick fix because you'll end up worse than when you started all right the next topic i'm probably going to talk about is um plateaus and intensity and things like that and changing things up and how to you know how basically how not to quit is what i'm going to talk about i'm talking about how to get more out of your workouts how to get more out of your journey how to get more out of everything and make sure that you stay on track and you are continuously striving towards your goal as opposed to finding a plateau and just giving up so that's the thing i may talk about in the next one please stay tuned and uh yeah thank you so so much for listening to this episode sorry it was long and i will see as you'll hear from me in the next episode next week. Thank you and have a pleasant day whenever you're listening to this. Send me some love. Instagram is where I'm mostly at. Love you. Bye.